This is going to be some fun. This is going to be fun. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Real Talk with Abigail. I'm your host, Abigail. Let's be real. Life has its ups and downs, and sometimes we don't take the time to really talk about it. So that's what I'm going to do. Talk about it. If you like what you hear in today's episode, be sure to subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts. So let's get started with today's episode. Hey guys, it's time for another podcast episode. Today I have my friend Kimber and she's awesome. Okay. (laughs) I wanted to have, yes. (laughs) I wanted to have some fun in this episode and who better than Kimber? Apparently that's what they say. <laughs> That's what we all say. That's what they all say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Kimber. Yes. We met through my job. Yes. Um, you're a friend of my coworkers, and she brought you in to help at one of our shows once. And the first time you met me, you ran up to me and gave me this big hug. And I was like, who is this person? <laughs> because that's what I do. I'm known for my hugs. And I love it. <laughs> At first, I was like, what's going on? And then after, I'm like, I love this person so much. Who is this crazy woman coming up and just giving me a random hug? Well, it must have been because you needed the hug and I needed to give the hug. So one plus one equals hugs. <laughs> Can I have that on a T-shirt? Sure. I love that. Oh, my gosh. Only it's O-N-E plus O-N-E <gasps> equals hugs. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I love that. That's okay. Yeah, you can have it. <laughs> so your love language must be physical touch then. Um, actually, no. Oh. It is quality time. And my second is physical touch. Mine too. Yeah. Yes. But if I get the time together, then I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So we met through there and we just kind of got to get to know each other over time as you kept volunteering for different work events yeah, of mine. Yeah, get dragged in to volunteer. Yeah. That That's kind of the thing. If you're friends of anybody with the station, <laughs> you get dragged into it. But it's fun. So, you know, if, I, if, you, if you can do it and you get a chance to, it's, it's a blessing because you're yeah. blessing others, but you're also getting that blessing and it's fun too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The stories yeah. we have. Oh my. <laughs> Oh, my. <laughs> We've got some wild stories of like staying up late and oh, conversations. Oh, yeah. Conversations that some <laughs> cannot go on. <laughs> yeah. Let's just I mean, say. it is called Real Talk with Abigail. So well, this is true. Real talk. <laughs> but yeah, some of our, our concerts, we have to stay overnight somewhere. And right. We're usually all together and we're just having a great time. And it's like a big slumber party, but multi-age slumber party. So exactly. it's not just people your own age. So that's what makes it so fun because yeah. you have people who are older and younger. So then you're like, oh, now I get it. <laughs> Rather than just commiserating about the same things in yeah. your little age group. Like how often does that even happen? It like how cool has it been yeah, to gather really around nice. yeah, a bunch of Christians gathering around we're all working hard we're exhausted which makes it funnier at night right right because then you're so <laughs> tired you get to that happiness and that what is it called when slap you're like, happy slap happy yeah 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 oh yeah and then you're like okay i have no idea what i said but it must have been funny because people <laughs> say oh you said this i'm like oh, okay yeah yes. great <laughs> so a friend of mine once said that um, well, we are on the inside. You are on the outside. On the outside, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like what you see is what you get. And that could be a good thing or not. But at least you know what you're getting. Yeah. And yeah. So that's why I've been told is at least I know what I get. So. Do you actually like 
catch people off guard with your bubbly personality sometimes? I do, yeah. Especially if I have caffeine. I did not have caffeine today because <laughs> that's just a whole nother level. And people are like, are you always like this? And people around me are like, yes, she is. She wakes up this way. It's terrible. My children will tell you also, but they don't live with me anymore and I don't care. So it's a whole <laughs> whole thing and you know being a parent is different than being a person because mm-hmm. you're not really a person when you're a parent yeah and so yeah so i i am i'm just it's just who i am and i've always i'm kind of like i don't really care if you like me or not because i have plenty of people who do and even if those people don't like me god made me the way i am so that's kind of how we're gonna roll with it i guess <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah. Okay. I gotta, I don't know how you're going to take this, but have you seen Full House or Fuller House? I've seen every episode. Have you ever been compared to Kimmy? Oh, my Lanta. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, that just came off my brain. <laughs> That's a Full House reference, but that was from the original Full House when uh. it was on and I adopted it years ago. So anyway, um, Kimmy Gibbler. Um, yeah, I think a couple people have, and that's okay. Yeah. She's very in her own world and just who she is, and but she loves Bigly. Yeah. That's a, that's a world hugely in Bigly. Yeah. And she's such a bubbly, bright character. She brings joy to everyone around her, whether yeah. they like it or not. Whether they like it or not. That's the key. Yeah. Yes. And that's you. That's yes. how I describe Aww, you. Thank you. That's sweet. <laughs> You're welcome. So, okay. Tell me more about you. Tell me a little bit about your story. Who is Kimber? Oh, that's such a loaded question. So I don't know where to start. That's a big thing. So um, tell me more about me or tell me about like what I do. Give I me, Give me the elevator speech. Oh, uh, I was a single mom, two kids. They're both grown out of the house and uh, had animals, loved animals and um, been walking with the Lord for, I don't know, 40, hold on, 48 years. And so that encompasses a whole lot. And I just kind of, I'm originally from California. For those of you who don't know, but know me, you'll probably say that explains a lot. That's (laughs) usually the response I get. I was literally thinking that in my head. I'm like, wait, I can't say that on the show, right? No. Sure, why not? (laughs) And I quit uh, college when I was 21 and decided to travel around the country. I had $200 in my pocket. I needed a new transmission and I just traveled around the country. And after a while, I ended up getting stuck in Ohio. I mean, uh, landed in Ohio (laughs) and uh, I've been here ever since. I ran out of money, had to get a job. So I got a job. I got here on a Friday, started my new job Monday. And the rest, they say, is history. Wow. Yeah, that's the elevator speech. Okay. I mean, if you're going up the stairs, it requires a little bit longer and a lot more breathing. It, yeah, that would be a little bit more difficult, too. Yeah, just a little. <laughs> okay, well done. Thanks. <laughs> I'm very impressed. I think you did that all in one breath. Well, it's a lot of years to encompass. So how do you, you know, explain a whole lifetime and just a... Because I'm not just yeah. a mom. I'm not just a Californian. I'm not just whatever. So there's like a whole bunch of facets and um, like that Amy Grant song, Hats. Like there's so many hats that we wear and yeah. that we just kind of encompass. So yeah, yeah, it's a loaded question. <laughs> That's and, awesome. You know, since I didn't know what questions were coming, I had no time to prepare. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing great. Thanks. <laughs> okay, so... Yes. So I love talking with others. I think we talked earlier about how fun it is to have a sleepover with different generations. Yes. And I love talking with other generations. So I'm weirdly in between Gen Z and millennial. 
Okay. And you are... I have no idea. You have no idea. I think I'm like <laughs> younger than a baby boomer, yeah. but whatever the next thing is. I, okay. You know? Jet X or something I'm 54, like so whatever that is. So <laughs> okay. I just don't look my age. So that's where people get confused because they're gotcha. like, there's no way that you're that old. So you have to be Gen X or whatever it is. Yeah. And I had no idea. Yeah. So I think I'm actually, I was born 67. So it's on the cusp between the baby boomer and whatever. So it's like, I can fit either way. Right. Like I'm between Gen Z and millennial and I do not claim Gen Z at all. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't claim millennial. So we're good. <laughs> I'm like, you know, well, and I think each generation has its strengths and its weaknesses. So yeah. you have to kind of like take the good with the bad and just kind of figure yeah. that out. Talk to me about that, because you have always been so good at blending in with all ages and just being who each person needs in that moment? Well, I think I was raised by a single mom. And so I was around adults and um, developmentally just delayed people and mentally challenged people, emotionally um, challenged people my whole entire life. Like that was normal for me. So normal people scare the heck out of me because I'm like, mm, I don't know what to do with you. But <laughs> if you're not normal, then I can figure it out. So I was raised around tons of adults, had to grow up really quick. So um, stayed by myself a lot, had to entertain myself a lot. So you just learn to interact with people of different ages and stages in life. And and I love people. And I used to take care of older people when I was in high school. And mm. my mom would take care of older people and go to like nursing homes and that kind of thing. So I would help her with that. But then I also worked as a teacher's aide in school. So I was also working with the children. So it's just always been a thing I've been able to do. And I think when you're younger, if you're exposed to the different ages and stages, you learn how to interact better than if you're just with one age group all the time. Um, because then you don't really have a frame of reference, like learning wisdom. And I always love sitting down with older people and asking them, like one of the ladies I knew, she was like in her 80s and she dated Rusty Burrell. He was the bailiff on People's Court, the original People's <laughs> Court, Judge Wapner, 20 minutes from Wapner, that guy. And so she uh, she would tell me all these stories about when she was younger. And it was just fascinating to me. I just thought mm. that is so cool. And so, yeah. So I don't know, sometimes I think younger people are, they want to get information and wisdom from older people, but not really have to try, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. And it's, you have to, you have to make an effort. Yeah. And I always say that successful relationships encompass three things, time, effort, and communication. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have all three, you can't really grow in the relationship. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, that's really then, good. That even can go in our spiritual life, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like you have to have all three. Yeah. And you can still have a relationship, but it's it's like if you don't see someone for a long time and you're not putting time into it, you still have a relationship, but you're not growing. Mm -hmm. So you just have to do. And then, of course, the communication, you have to have communication because you're going to have conflict. Sure. So you have to work through that conflict, get on the other side of it and effort. Both people have to make effort because you just can't yeah. be one sided. Yeah. You know, lopsided. I Years ago, I stopped with I, I just believe reciprocity is important and it doesn't mean that I don't care about you. But if you don't have the same time for me that I have for you, then I have to just kind of say, OK, let's 
table that and move over here to this yeah. relationship where that's, that's healthy. I can grow. Yeah. yeah. Boundaries are really healthy. Boundaries are extremely healthy. Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very healthy. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, back to that multi-generational thing, I've always been, um, I've always had this mindset of never liking to just hang out with my own age. Like, right, right. I feel like I hang out with all kinds of ages equally as to my own age. Um, right, right. Because I learned so much from the older generation. I learn a lot from the younger generation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you learn a lot from yourself from the younger generation. You really do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, I love it. I love it so mm-hmm. much. Um, if I get to spend time with my friends who are in their 30s, I've just, I, I soak it all up. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. like, I love this. You're one um stage of life ahead of me and i just i love it it's kind of like you seek direction like oh i can see where i can go or what you know things may have been important and even in high school i hated high school (laughs) i went for two and a half years i hated it and i graduated early and Mm. i just didn't like all the drama and all the clicks and that kind of thing i just was never into that i'm like let's get real life i battled that a lot in high school yeah yeah, it was pretty serious with the clicks and i was just like I hate this. <laughs> yeah. And the click per se, whatever we name it, my friend group um, were people who really didn't fit. My, like we had one person who my one friend Becky and I did basketball together. Um, my best friend Michelle and I, we were we did band together, but we had every class together. So it was like everybody was different in our group and nobody really fit into any of the other groups because I kind of think that we're kind of like the misfits, but mm-hmm. not in a bad way. Just then, yeah, we're not part of the druggies. We're not part of the cheerleaders. We're not the jocks. We're not the nerds. I mean, we had a nerd in our group. We had, I mean, we just had a lot of different things. That sounds and like my story. Yeah, it yeah. was really cool because I went to Catholic high school. I was not Catholic. I was Protestant. Protestant mm-hmm. And so that was different. And, you know, I was tall, so that was different. But two of my friends were taller than me, so that was cool because I got <laughs> to be the short one. So just differences. So I love yeah. that whole meeting people who are different and kind of seeing how your life can incorporate and fit into their life. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. I've always been so pro being around different people yeah it's so good for you it's so eye-opening and it's fun too you can make friends with people who you never thought you'd be friends with and it turns out to be the best thing ever yes and one of the closest people i a friend of mine that i had when i first met her and i won't say who it was but i was just like yeah i can't do this i do not like her (laughs) and you know it's interesting because i'm pretty sure she probably thought the same thing but we were able to get really close close and build a friendship because Mm -hmm of other aspects there were different things that we did have in common and those commonalities kind of drew us together yeah so you may think the people with the personalities you know aren't going to be the ones you're drawn to yeah you know that they're the same but you know like i said before normal people kind of scare me and normal is <laughs> just a setting on a dryer that's what i always say is normal is just a setting on the dryer there is no such thing as normal yeah right <laughs> oh amen yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're normal you're weird uh, pretty much yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't fit in <laughs> it's okay though. right right oh my goodness yeah that's so good 
Thanks. <laughs> I love it. It's it's so fun to talk about these kind of things. And um, I remember another aspect of you that I think is really cool. You got affectionately named the festival counselor. Oh, yes. The other year at a work festival. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> you pulled several of us back into the back of the camper and sat us down as we were having meltdowns. And you were like, all right, let's talk. Let's get this Let's get to work on this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, and I think that there, there again, there's that aspect of you can see what's needed. And, and sometimes like people can be very driven and focused of, no, I don't have time for that. And it's like, you understand if you don't take the time for it now, then you're going to have to make time for it later. Mm. So you'll be forced to. So let's do it by choice rather than force. Wow. Yeah. So then you can, you know, and even in my own life, I have found that, you know, it goes back to setting boundaries and when to say yes and when to say no and knowing what your limitations and boundaries are so that you can better serve the Lord and serve others. And so when you can see the meltdowns happening, it's like, okay, you need like 30 seconds or five minutes, whatever. (laughs) Come just sit, focus what's going on. Let's see if there's anything we can solve. And if not, you know, then we'll pray about it. And then we can refocus and just kind of take that little break. That's good. You know, it's kind of like the Lord tells us work six days and then take a Sabbath. Mm -hmm. And it's that same thing. If you're planning on working for 10 hours in that day, you need to have a little bit of a break so that you can be ready to finish what you're what you're doing. Yeah. I have such a bad habit of just going until I crash. No. I do. Really? Shocker. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I'm told I need to slow down several times. Yeah, a little bit. But you learn it. After you crash and burn a few times, you're like, oh, how do I not do this? Yeah, for real. And then you learn boundaries. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And there's this magical word that I learned years ago. Say it with me now. No. <laughs> What's that mean? No. Well, I've the, never heard it before. There's a, a <laughs> book I read. Lisa Turker says a book called The Best Yes. Yes. Yep. And she talks in there about how you don't always have to say no, but what you what you have to just really think of is like, you know, yes, your um whatever it is that you're asking for, your let's say you're asked to make cookies for a bake sale Mm -hmm. and you know, the bake sale is to help the local pregnancy care center. That's a very important thing. But if you don't have enough time to do that, you don't have to say yes and then stress yourself out. You can say, you know what? I want to say yes. My schedule says no, but my heart says yes, because I really want to do this, but I'm not the the one to be able to do it. So, Mm. you know, you can see, just again, boundaries of what's a good idea to do, what's not, because you yeah. know, the world is not going to fall apart because one person is not able to do one particular thing. <laughs> yeah. That's, now, if they're chocolate good. chip cookies, you could drop them off at my house. That's <laughs> not a problem. <laughs> However, comma, so that's where I think that that gets as we think we can't say no, because it's actually... I kind of think like a pride issue, like, no, I have Mm. to be the one to do it because if I'm not there, it's going to fall apart. Well, guess (laughs) what? There was someone who did it before you and there will be somebody who does it after you. So it will be okay. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just sitting here like, "Uh uh uh-huh, (laughs) uh-huh. I gotcha. I hear you. (laughs) 
a there's a sample of a mini counseling session that would happen yes. in, the, in the camper. <laughs> so if you come to Rock the Lake and you're working all day and you have a meltdown, this is what you're going to hear. <laughs> it's like, come here. Now, what do you need? Let's figure this out. We can do it. Here's some water. Drink. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> water, water, water. Uh, yeah, for sure. Oh, my gosh. So much fun. Um, okay, so you've been giving out a lot of wisdom, uh. <laughs> and I love it. So I want to pick your brain a little bit. Okay, it, they don't have to be long explanations, but can you give me three tidbits of wisdom? Ooh, learn boundaries. Mm. Yes, and yeah, make sure don't be afraid to tell the people you love that you love them. Just do it. Just do oh, it. Oh, yeah. Amen to that. Um, and I want to say something like don't pee in the snow or eat yellow snow or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure there's something more profound. Um, and the other thing is just where you are convicted, stay convicted. If you have a, if you have a, com- a v- conviction about something, then don't waver from that. Because if it's truly a conviction, it's from the Lord, and you need to stand on it. And especially seek scripture out and have that scripture. Because people are going to change um, Christendom in general with uh, churches, etc. That's all kind of going to change. But Christ and God's word never changes. So mm-hmm. if, you, if you have a conviction that's based on the word of God, then stick with it no matter what. Because it's going to be the same yesterday, today, and forever. That would be my biggest tidbit of wisdom. That is the best. <laughs> yeah, that is seriously the best because I feel the same way. Like, yeah. There's a lot of people that twist scripture these days. And, oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's so dangerous. Yeah, yeah it, is it really is. so dangerous. And you have to look at the whole of scripture. Yeah. Because it's easy to take one little verse and like someone posted today, I can't remember who it is, so um, about nothing is impossible with God, right? Mm-hmm. But if you look at the passage, it was talking about suffering. Yeah. And, you know, we can suffer even, you know, God gives us things to suffer through, but not to do it alone, but to do it with him and allow him to make the way and to comfort us and do all the things that he needs to do. Mm-hmm. And if we just like let him do that, then we're going to be able to get through it. It's still going to suck, but we'll get through it. Yeah. 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 That's so good. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Coming from a place of somebody who has suffered a lot, you know, I stand by that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It It's not the health and wealth. It's yeah the dirty, suffering, all of that, and God is there. Yeah. And yeah. in Philippians, it says, for um, um, it has been granted unto you on behalf of Christ, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for him. So, mm-hmm. and there are several passages um, that talk about suffering. And I think people think, oh, well, if I, you know follow God, everything's going to be peachy and rosy. And that's just not true. You're going into a battle. And especially nowadays, it's a spiritual battle. Mm-hmm. And and we have to stand on the word and we have to stand on what God says, because again, all of that other stuff's going to pass away and it's going to change and feelings and thoughts. And I think this and I think, and I don't know how many times people have said things of, well, I know God's telling me this. And I'm like, show me in scripture. Amen. Just show me in scripture. Because then they're like, oh, I don't. Well, I don't, I don't know. It's in there somewhere. And I'm like, mm. where <laughs> I even had a pastor's wife who we were discussing an issue that I had researched for years mm. and was super convicted on. And it was, it was a stand that I did not want to have to live by, but God said to do it. So I did. I'm just going to give that part. Yeah. And 
And she was saying, well, no, this is what the stance is. And I'm like, where does it say that in scripture? Well, it says that. And I said, would you please show me in scripture where it says that? Just send me the verses or whatever. Never did. And I'm like, I can tell you the verses that show my (laughs) conviction that Mm -hmm. I don't like. Mm -hmm. Let me just make that clear. I didn't like that God said to do this. Yeah. But God said it, so I'm going to have joy and I'm going to have peace because I'm, I'm obeying what he says. And then yeah. all that emotional stuff catches up later. Yeah. It's like the caboose on the train. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so good. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. yeah. We've got to obey God. We've got to obey his word. And we cannot waver. We can't stray from it. Yeah. You can't tell me God told me this. And I'm just like, uh, where? where? Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. it, it really is. It's, it's just so incredible when you have that and you have that knowledge. And that's why it's important to be in the word yeah. and to be reading it because people will say, well, I wish God would just tell me da da da. And it's like, uh, <laughs> there's a book I can recommend. <laughs> It's got 66 chapter or books in it, which are, you know, and then multiple <laughs> chapters. So there's, there's something in there for you. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's new and old. It just kind of fits all together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so good. I love this so much. So let's get down to a little bit more about your faith journey, your story. How did oh God goodness. work in your life? Okay. Um, <laughs> the G version or PG? So <laughs> I um, was, so my mom took me to church forever. Like I was born in a church, not literally like in the hospital by the church, but um, <laughs> always went to church. And when I was six is when I accepted Christ as my savior and I was baptized. And I went to a Christian school Monday through Friday, went to church on Sunday um, and kind of grew up like that. But I was still like, you know, doing my own thing. And then when I was in junior high, I went to camp and just really ended up becoming convicted of a lot of things. And like back then we called it rededicating our life. I don't know what to say now, but that's mm-hmm. what we said then. And, um, and just really, there was a marked change in my life and like people could see it. My friends could see it, just different things that I did before I stopped doing and kind of grew. And then when I left California, I was in a car and back then <laughs> there were no cell phones. So we didn't have cell phones to call. So it was literally me in my car, with God, like the whole trip. And so if I did want to connect with people, long distance cost a lot of money. So there wasn't a lot of connection there. So I really had to embrace, is this relationship real or is it just something I did because I had to do? Um, mm. I went to a Christian college for a couple of years and then a public uni- public junior college and then dropped out. So we won't talk about that. <laughs> and I think that was really where my faith was solidified as far as, okay, yeah, this really is about me and God because I don't have anybody around me encouraging me. I don't have anybody telling me what to do. Nobody's watching. You know, I can do whatever I want, be whoever I want. And I still chose to follow him. And it was difficult, but, you know, you still do that. And then as Mm -hmm. I got older and um, I got married and then, had a couple kids and then got divorced. And that was really difficult because in my mind, I never wanted that just sure, because yeah. of my past and past relationships or whatever. So mm-hmm. that was like a real hard thing to, to go through being a single mom, knowing that I'm, you know, still searching the Lord 
and trying to raise my kids in that. Mm. Um, but then having this big thing of, but I'm divorced and yeah. I didn't have the ideal of what I wanted growing up because mm-hmm. I was from a single parent home. So I didn't want to be a single parent. So, and, but again, I think that that really taught me about, you know, I went through phases where God was my, you know, Jesus was my savior. And then as I got older, he was my friend. And then he became, I understood the the father better and really understood the father. And then I was really understanding the Holy Spirit and went through a time in my life where I was really getting to know the Holy Spirit better. And then, um, understanding like Jesus, the lover of my soul. And so there's just different aspects and it sounds kind of weird if you don't understand it, but if you do understand, you're like, yeah, 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 I get that. Yeah. And so just walking through that, um, I think I just continue to be drawn closer and closer to him. And it's like, like when you have a marriage that lasts like 80 years, you're just like, yeah, I know I'm never going to leave you. You're never going to love leave me. And I may mm-hmm. not be as connected, but we're still connected. Mm-hmm. So it takes more effort. Um, and I think a lot of it too, you just kind of like, I know a lot of the scripture I used to memorize as a child will come to my mind because I went to a, a Christian school. So we had to write you know, scripture out and we had to put, and it was King James and we had to put like the punctuation, spelling, right, everything. And, but a lot of that just really ingrained in me. So Mm. when I've gone through hard times, things will pop up in my brain that it's just really the Holy Spirit saying, Hey, remember this, right? This is what was written and, and being able to have that within me to come out and to just come to the forefront of my mind to guide me with whatever situation it is. And I think that that's been really helpful. And now I think I'm in a phase where I am an empty nester. Yes. I guess I shouldn't be so thrilled about that, but I am because, you know, I think that's one of the things you do is you want to raise your kids to go out and serve the Lord on their own. And Mm. they do. And and you're like, okay, I'm I'm good. I I did what was purpose for that time. And I always tell people like that's I don't ever say my kids are my whole world because they're not like if my kids weren't here tomorrow, I can continue to live. But Mm -hmm. if I didn't have God, I couldn't. Oh, so, wow. I, yeah. That's amazing that you can say that. Yeah. I love that. And I remember being in the car with a friend of mine. I was homeschooling. I had to homeschool my children and they graduated and I was homeschooling another friend's mm-hmm. children. And we were in the car and he's like, so, and he was, my daughter was in the car. If we were in an accident and you could only save one of us, who would you save? And I said, you. And he's like, what? You'd save me over your own daughter? And I'm like, well, yeah, because I know she's going to heaven. I don't know where you're <gasps> going to. And he's like, really? And I go, yeah. I said, so, you know, I said, as hard as that would be, I know she would be in heaven, but I want to make sure that you are. And he goes, well, I'd be in heaven. And I'm like, why? And he told me why. And he had accepted Christ and this, that, and the other. I said, oh, well, in that case, I'd choose her. (laughs) Even playing field. Wow. Yeah. So that was kind of like, you know, you know. Yeah. You know that you know that you know. And even with COVID and all that, my kids started to freak out when it first happened they're like mom you're one of those compromised people and i'm like what's the worst that could happen they're like you could die and i'm like um i'd be in heaven you you guys get the house it's a win-win for everybody i'm not seeing the downside bring it on i love how you take life (laughs) well it is what it is you know it's like okay i'm ready i'm done yeah i I did what i need to do so much faith 
I guess. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That is so awesome. Oh, my gosh. This has been such a fun conversation. I knew I was going to love this. Oh, good. And people are going to love you when they listen to this. Oh, that's so sweet. (laughs) I hope. Okay. I thought we could wrap it up with a little game. Oh, okay. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, let's play Two Truths and a Lie. Have you ever played that before? Um, yes. Okay, so I'm going to ask you to give me two truths and a lie, and I have to guess the lie. Okay. Um, okay, uh, I drove a taxi when I was in college. Um, that's one. Okay. Um... When I was 16, I mm, came in second in the best legs contest at a bar. Yeah, let's do that. And then, oh, um, I've driven a race car. (laughs) Okay, so you drove a taxi in college. The second one was what? Came in second in a best legs contest when I was 16 at a bar. Okay. (laughs) And the third was you drove a race car. Uh Uh-huh. Why am I wanting to go with race car? (laughs) Is race car the lie? Ding, 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 (gasps) ding. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) You really won second, huh? I did. The person who won first was the bartender who had been there for 20 years. She ran nine years straight and won. I came in second. Like, great. That sounds rigged. Yeah, let's not ask why I was 16 in in a bar, though. (laughs) Why am I not surprised? Yeah, yeah, that was hard because, you know, and I did. I drove taxi when I was in college. My last in between when I quit college and left to California, I drove a cab for the summer to raise money to be able to leave so very cool yeah oh my gosh that was fun okay (laughs) i mean you already knew about the skydiving one and you already you know skydiving one yeah i went skydiving in hawaii i feel like i vaguely remember oh i guess i couldn't (laughs) use that one too it's okay (laughs) oh well yeah oh my goodness kimber this has been an amazing conversation thank you so much for coming in here you're so welcome abigail yeah all right well it's been great it's been real <laughs> and it's been real fun oh yeah hey that sounds like you a know they say it's been real it's been fun it's been real fun uh-huh that's uh, from the 80s never mind oh yeah no pre-me it's okay <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks for talking with me kimber thank you kimber out Thank you for joining me for today's episode. If you liked what you heard, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. You can find me at abigailtip10. Leave a comment or a DM and I would love to get back with you. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Have a blessed day, friends.